When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In Chicago, two comedian skeptics named Andy and Art were mysteriously abducted by the illusionary mastermind and conspiracy theorist known only as Mr. Mr. Bunker. Bunker. The following serves as a record of Bunker's attempt to convince non-believers of the truth about conspiracies and paranormal activity. Andy and Art give an uninterrupted presentation and verdict on the plausibility of these offbeat topics, delivering what they call the, the whole enchilada. Will Mr. Bunker convince these two skeptics any of this is real? Will it convince you? Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Art Stone, and with me, as always, is your co-host, Andy. Oh, fuck, fuck, guys, I'm <laughs> fucking happy to see, uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're not seeing anybody, you dummy. I've got my, my future so bright, I'm wearing sheets. <laughs> Andy. I'd say you're not seeing it. You're you're as blind blind as a bat in a cave. Oh, yeah, that I am. Both of my eyes fell out. But it's funny that you should mention a cave. You know they wouldn't call you Shrek; they'd call you Shriek because every time people see you, they shriek in horror. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Plus, it sounds more like Reek. That's true. You do reek. You do. I stink. Um, you know what else stinks, Andy? Today's topic stinks. Something fishy went on here. Something so. Maybe. The, the stench coming off of this is <laughs> foul and suspicious. And uh, we got a real mystery for you today, Bunk Funkers. We're talking about Kenny Beach. The disip- mysterious disappearance That's right. of Kenny Beach. And the mysterious M Cave. Yeah. The mystery of... This, this is a, a multi-layered mystery, an MLM. That's right. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, for only- An MLM. For only approximately four hours of your time. <laughs> yeah. You get some friends to listen, and yeah. they, get, they, get, they get some friends to listen. If you, if you share this podcast with other people, <laughs> we guarantee you that you will no longer be popular. So if you're looking to get out of social obligations, this is your opportunity. Um, this came to us from a bunk funker. From a bunk funker. From uh, a lo- this this is I'm going to say a long time bunk funker because this suggestion was given quite a while ago, and we're glad that we're finally That's actually right. doing it. I mean, bunk funkers, we're not liars. Bless you because you've given us so much, so many suggestions. We have so much Bless stuff you. to get to, and it's great that you do this. We Keep appreciate it. Uh, this one specifically came to us. From Instagram. That's you right. 
uh, from somebody named TJ Cartwright, one of our bunk funkers. TJ, thank you, TJ. TJ, this is a great topic. Now, TJ mentions this oh. is very fun. I want to bring this up, Tej. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call you Tej as well. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're calling you Tej. Yeah, we're on T. We're on nickname basis now. <laughs> uh, TJ listened to our show uh, uh, during school, and then also through his 140, roughly 144 hour playthrough of Shadows of the Colossus. Shadows of the Colossus. I assume that's a video game and it is a not video like game. some sort of trials <laughs> to ascend into manhood or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. TJ, you're gonna have to let us know if you made it to Valhalla or not. Uh, it's or some sort Asgard. of ritual. Yeah, no, it's wow. a uh, old uh, PlayStation Two game where you. Oh, uh, it was very beloved by many people. You have to battle these giant. Roaming colossuses across the fucking. Anyway, thank you, <laughs> TJ. Wow. All right, I can tell you're a big fan of Shadows I've of the Colossus. I've never played it, but I did watch a video. There's a there's a very fun, uh, there's a very fun like lore behind the video game because there was there was this there's these like people believed that there was this this hidden level with this oh. game. They believed it, and and people worked. So hard. They played this game so much to find that secret level. Wait, why did they think there was? Because like, is this a? There was like a maybe a little tiny bit of an Easter egg, and through the like the community of people who love this game and have played it so much, Mm -hmm. there's this little tiny Easter egg, and they're like, "Mm, maybe that means maybe that means there is a secret level behind that door in that one part of that one level in that one area, Hmm. and people people theorized about what it could be, and they tried to get the game files. They try to talk to the creators and all this stuff and figure it out. And I'm not going to spoil it for you. Motherfuckers. You're going to have to Google it yourself and I'll find a video on YouTube that explains the whole thing. I mean, trust me, they are there. If there's, if there's anything that fits the mold of this podcast better, (laughs) it's us bringing something up and then telling you to Google it yourself. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? You can't Google, Google yourself. And again, thank you hey, to TJ again. Hey, yeah, thank you, TJ. Um, I mean, really but, appreciate it for sending in this topic. And you can't Google this yourself. You know what they say? What What did they say? They say you can, you can. All one, right. The, okay. <laughs> you had it queued up. You fucking, I was about to move on. You I had know, it queued up. <laughs> I know where I want to go, but I don't know how to get there. Okay. I need a map. All for right. This, for this. Yeah. Not, you need more than just a map. Let I me tell you, a map motherfuckers. For this joke that's definitely not worth the amount of time I'm putting into it already. You know how they say like ah you can you can pick your you can pick your nose and you can pick your friends but you can't pick your friend's nose. I was going to do that but with Google you can Google something you can Google something else but you can't Google your own nose or something. <laughs> I don't know. You can Google your nose, you can Google your friend, you can't Google your friend's nose. You can't Hey, bunk bookers, you can't Google your own nose. You dummies. <laughs> so, don't I mean, ever try. Look, if <laughs> Look, we're going to put in the timestamp where you can skip that joke. <laughs> Give me two timestamps. Look in the timestamp. Look in the episode description. You, you will can find skip a timestamp. You can skip that whole joke. That's and true. Then you can skip to the research That's on right. Kenny Veach. You can skip right to the story of Kenny Veach. Wait, what were you going to say about Google? I was going to say my segue was going to be, you know what, Andy? You can't Google it, but you can find it in the show notes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You but can then, search for it in the show notes. I mean, I think if it's in the show notes, it might actually show up in Google. Well, if you Google it. Bunk Vungers. Help us get those SEO rankings. Google us. <laughs> but don't Google our noses. <laughs> you can't. You can't Google your nose. We've learned that today. Um, 
No, what we haven't learned though is Andy is the the update from our lives in the bunker. We live in the oh, bunker now. Yeah, you can't Google that. It's been banned from the internet. Banned from the internet. Banned from life. Boy, too hardcore for primetime TV. You can only watch us 3 a.m. on the E channel. Caribbean drums. You're not going to like what you see. Co-hosts gone wild. Co-hosts gone wild. Um, <laughs> They're out there, and they're horrible. <laughs> they're out there, and they are disgusting. And we are giving them so much money to put their clothes back on. Please, for the love of God, get dressed. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of wild, Andy, uh, we had a little infest, a little wild animal infestation in the bunker. Yeah, we're not talking about peon. <laughs> no. Uh He's infested our hearts. Mm. That's true. Sorry, I'm, always- I'm drinking a protein shake. <laughs> it's delicious. It means cum. Yeah. Lots of protein. Um, so, yeah, we've got, we got pests. A pest. And we're not talking about mice. No. We're not talking about rats. We're not talking about ants. We're not talking about termites. Cockroaches. We're not talking about gnats. We're not talking about buttflies. In our orifices, we're not talking about spooters. <laughs> oh, Spooderman! No, Spooderman! Spooderman is <laughs> hey, nowhere to be found. I keep banging my desk with my fists, and I keep screaming, "Bring me pictures of Spooderman!" And where are they? I don't know. Nobody's bringing me the pictures. <laughs> Porter Parker, every time. I send them out to get pictures of Spooderman. He's never there in the same room. Then he comes back. <laughs> Spooderman. Spooderman. We don't got spiders either. No spiders. Uh, what, we got uh, no mice, no rats, no spiders, no guinea pigs, no gerbils, no hamsters, no, um, no sparrows, no blue jays. We don't have... Um, you know, an infestation of tapers, nope. uh, capybaras, <laughs> porcupines, opossums, echidnas, hedgehogs. La- anybody from the rodent family, really? Yeah. Um, any rodent, any, we got an anaconda. We got a, we got an anaconda <laughs> infestation. We got you. one anaconda. Your Duh. buns are not going to want this one, Huns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For all you Huns listening, <laughs> anybody descended from the Huns. <laughs> You're not going to like this one. This is a, I mean, this is a full-grown anaconda. Yeah, we're talking, I mean, more than full-grown. I think this is probably some kind of world record holder. Yeah. This thing looks like it goes about 250. This this is some kind of hidden fucking creature. I mean, I think this might have been one of these, the anaconda that was featured in that 90s documentary, Anaconda. Yeah. Starring world-renowned Narrated actress. by Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you guys might remember that documentary. <laughs> Yeah, uh, great documentary. Great documentary. It tells you a lot about wildlife in the Amazon. Well, yeah, it tells you how to, you know, and that's why, you know, Andy, you were like chastising me to like, you kept handing me a broom saying like, oh, just fucking swat it, swat mm-hmm. it and try, try and capture it. And, and break it. We, we, we were disagreeing. You know, I said we should just fuck. I mean, I watched that documentary. We got to get a flamethrower and we got to kill that thing. Right. Yeah, and you were saying no, no, no. We should try and capture it and release it humanely. Mm-hmm. I said we should, we should take it. We should capture this anaconda and we should release it into the closest facsimile nearby to its natural habitat, which is the swampy area next to the elementary school. It's the only, <laughs> it's the only humane thing we could do. Yeah, 
<laughs> Did you know that when I was in elementary school, they used to call me Andy Conda? Did you know that? I didn't, but I believe it. Yeah, it's because I could swallow wildlife yeah, whole. Yeah, I would imagine that you and could, poultry. You could unhinge your jaw and swallow whole rotisserie chickens. Yeah, yeah. As a child. Yeah. And then you just poop out the bones. <laughs> yeah. I poop the bones. Um so we had different views. I said I told you I watched that mm-hmm. documentary narrated by Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not not I'm killing this thing. But I'm more of an animal lover. You are. Sometimes a little too much. <laughs> and okay. I said, let's catch and release this thing. Let's drop it in the swamp next to this elementary school. <laughs> and I won out. Yeah. You acquiesced. Right. You agreed. We would not. Only because the flamethrower is out of gas. Right, right. We are right. getting it refueled right, right. now. It's and refueled. gas prices are really high. It's, we have to save up for this. Yeah. It's a... It's so a, donate to the Patreon, please. Right, yeah. To re- help refuel our flamethrower. refuel our flamethrower so we can burn animals inside the bunker. <laughs> all of your Patreon funds. Please, for the love of God. All of your Patreon funds go to us burning animals. <laughs> There's no extra content. It's just us <laughs> yeah. burning animals that come into the bunker. That's right. So, so. we decide we're going to catch and release this thing. Yeah. And we tried... A lot of different things to try. Oh yeah, to try and catch it. I mean, and I'm telling you, bunkfuckers, this is a large anaconda. Huge. So we started with small things like we let a mouse it go loose. You yeah, know, you think the anaconda will come and swallow that up? It had no interest in the mouse. Zero interest in the mouse. The mouse got eaten by peon a couple <laughs> of days later. We had we so we brought something bigger because I'm telling you, this anaconda is like. Six feet long, yep, and like four feet wide, yep. I mean, it's beefy. It's be it's is a buff, buff looking, beefy buff anaconda. looking anaconda. Yeah, like this anaconda looks like it swallowed some buff guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like it looks, and it's still digesting, like an outline of a buff guy. Yeah, right. And 100%. so we've got a rat. We got a big rat, big old rat. Anaconda, big not honking rat. This we found this rat. We found him outside in the back of a strip mall. He was skateboarding, trying to pass out little tokens for games. Yeah, <laughs> right. He had this like shitty pizza. Yeah, he's passing out tokens for backwards games. baseball cap. Had a backwards baseball cap. He kept asking us to get in a ball pit. He said, "Ugh." He said, "This, this is gross." Ass rat. Weird rat. He brought along all these. Singing animatronic friends, they won't leave. Yeah, they're bolted to the floor now. What the fuck? Weird fucking rat, stupid ass rat. So anyway, anyway, we tried to, we tried to, we tried to let that guy go. The anaconda wouldn't eat it. Anaconda had no interest. I mean, luckily that David Crosby did. (laughs) Baby David Crosby ate the big rat. That's right. I mean, we. We shouldn't have let him. I mean, it's just, you know, kids put everything in their mouth. They do. He swallowed an entire rat. What are you going to do? Yeah, kids. Stupid rat, rat. Fucking rat. So, uh, (laughs) what actually worked, and this was sort of, I would say serendipity. It was kind of an accident. Things just lined up. I was doing one of my typical, you know, Monday morning Fuddruckers runs. My Fuddrunners. And so, I brought back, you know, one of my cheeseburger platters. From Fud and Runners. you build these burgers so well because at Fuddruckers you can have you can fucking you can fud you can fucking fudruck it you can do it your way you know yeah yeah you can fudruck shit up you can fudruck shit up 
And so I got my FUD Ruckers. And that's what we do. We we fucking we we FUD Ruck open the doors. We say, We're here to FUD Ruck shit up. Yeah. FUD Ruckers. Yeah. And they say, Can you please keep it down? Can you not use language like that? This is a family establishment. I say, FUD Ruck off. FUD Ruck yourself. Go FUD Ruck yourself. FUD Ruck you. <laughs> yeah. So I put my FUD Ruck FUD in my Rucker. truck and I drive back here and. I'm ready to pound some birds. Well, you, you put your FUD Ruckers in your FUD Rucksack. My FUD Rucksack. I got yeah. my FUD Rucksack. Helps keep it warm. I got my FUD Ruck Burgers in my FUD Rucksack, and I yeah. put it in my FUD Ruck truck. I got a truck from, you know, their loyalty program. <laughs> right. I got enough points to earn a brand new Chevy Silverado. <laughs> Chevy Silverado. 2001 model year, Chevy Silverado. Brand new. Brand new. Ne- driven straight off the factory line. And to our local FUD Ruckers. Yeah. Uh, wrapped in the FUD Ruckers... You know, it's got the Fud Ruckers branding. It's the tires. They look like cheeseburgers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I'm in my Fud Ruck truck and I'm driving back here and I've got my Fud Ruck sack. And right. wouldn't you know it? There was so much grease in the Fud Ruck sack. The thing bust open. Oh, my God. You can't my, those Fud Rucks. And my Fud Ruckers dropped on the Fud Ruckin floor. All over the Fud Ruckin floor. And guess what? That anaconda sprang into action. And it just started gobbling up cheeseburgers. Gobbled up these cheeseburgers. Oh, my God. It was like a revelation. Oh, now we know what we can get him with. This is what we can get him with. Well, it kind of worked, but the anaconda would just dart out, eat the cheeseburger off the floor, and then hide back in the walls. So that's right. we had another moment of serendipity. You, of course, have taken up smoking. You're chain smoking now. Cigarettes. 14 packs a day, baby. I'm trying to get up. So you went and got several cartons of Pall Mall. There's so much health benefits. And yeah. I've been learning all about I've been I found this treasure trove of videos from the 1950s. It's so great. I feel fucking great. Yeah. I can you You're know, so energetic now. It's true. I'm very energetic. I struggle going up and down the stairs. It's um, just like me, the picture of health. <laughs> I can't remember anything, and uh, I just I feel fucking fantastic. So yeah. I decided to sacrifice a couple of uh, cartons of cigarettes um, to to aid in the capturing of this anaconda. Yeah, and it turned out this anaconda loves to eat cigarettes. That's true. It would gobble up these cigarettes. <laughs> it would gobble these cigarettes. And up then whole. you could just see the smoke coming out of that anaconda for well, hours. And then, and then you could really listen. And then, and like, anacondas, you know, they make they make natural sounds. And you would just hear, like, oh, yeah. It's that shit. That's what daddy likes. You would hear that. And it's like, oh, it's digesting. Okay. Like, yeah. okay. All right. And you hear it go, <laughs> got any more foot rockers? <laughs> God. And it's like, it's the beauty of nature. Yeah. But felt like David Attenborough. Yeah. Watching this thing. It was great. And now we see the anaconda eating its most plentiful food source. Menthol cigarettes. (laughs) No filter. Um, Extra tar. Extra, extra carcinogens. Um, you know, and then so, okay, so then we decided, all right, we're going to have to make the perfect bait. And this is, of course, a Fuddruckers burger covered 
with cigarettes. Right. Infused with cigarettes. Now, you know, obviously we tried to build that at Fuddruckers and they got real Fuddruckin' mad at us trying to Fuddruck shit up over there. And they said, no, you can't put cigarettes in the burger. Well, I said, hey, yeah, I could build this burger however I want. That's the whole point of Fuddruckers. Right. I mean, what I the Fuddruck? I, I could put unstable uranium in this burger if I want. It's my burger. Yeah. Anyway, so we had to do that out front uh, and uh, put cigarettes in the burger. Right. And we thought, oh my God, this is the perfect, perfect piece perfect. of bait. So we get there and we lay the trap. Um, and we're getting ready to pounce with our big nets. We got these big ape escape style nets. Mm-hmm. These big snake catching nets. Big snake catching nets. There's nothing bought. better to catch a snake in than a big net. Right. And some people are saying like, oh, okay, well, you guys just you guys just cut down one of those used car sale lot things. You know, that are like always dancing in the wind. Mm-hmm. The, the tube people. The tube man, and you yeah. made a net out of it. And it's like, no, these are um, these are like standard. This is zoological equipment. This is zoological equipment. We so. got these from a zoological supply store. <laughs> yeah. In a different state. You wouldn't know the name of yeah. it because yeah. it's local yeah. to a different state. Right. <clears throat> so we're not so even going to bring it up. So stop asking about it. They don't have a website. No. It's and a mom and pop. We had to... This right. was a phone. Order. They don't have a phone number either because they don't they don't like all the spam calls that they get. Right. We didn't call them on the phone. We didn't. But we it, we didn't make a phone order, but it was to a friend who lives nearby. You don't know him. <laughs> he picked them up for us and shipped them to us. So quit Fuddruck and asking about so it. So quit Fuddruck and asking. Okay. Dave Matthews of Matthews Chevrolet. Yeah. 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 We didn't steal your two. We men. don't know what happened. Like. We don't no, know. We didn't put pantyhose over our heads and then cut off your inflatable tube man during your 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 Halloween sales event. Look, you think they only made one Fuddruck truck? I doubt it. Yeah. Just because you saw a Fuddruck truck pull up to your dealership, your Chevrolet dealership, <laughs> a brand new Chevy Silverado pull up. Right. I mean, and there's so many of those that could also have the license plate that says Ass Man's. It's not you, you you know, there's all kinds of different combinations. You and your video doesn't clearly show right. that it says ass man's. It Dave could be Matthews of Matthew Chevrolet M. I would say I would say get better fucking security equipment. Yeah. Seems like you have a security problem. You've jumped to conclusions because you've got two Chads, yeah. two well known Chads right. in town. Local Chads cruising around in their Fuddruck truck, and because <laughs> you see some a hole ass man's pull up to your dealership, cut down your tube men, and take a shit on the front step. Of your dealership, a sales office. Right. All of a sudden, oh, it's our fault. All of a sudden, oh, it's you've got my face on camera. Right. And my bare anus <laughs> on camera taking a dookie right in front of the sales office door. Well, right. you know what? It's called impersonators. And yeah, identity theft. Yeah, it's identity theft. Somebody, everybody knows that we have hogged out as our vanity license probably. Look, is it and any wonder that people want to be us? Right. Men want to be us and women want to be us. Right. And nobody wants to be with us. Because <laughs> they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid of what's going to happen. They don't want their life to go into new, exciting places. They don't want the dizzying heights that being with us can give them. It's true. They're afraid of flying. Uh, and, you know, that's why you'll never get to the Mile High Club. Yeah. So Dave Matthews from Dave Matthews Chevrolet. Yeah. Stop Fuck you. Stop calling us and yeah. sending cease and desist letters. Right. And... Summons to appear in court because you filed lawsuits against us for petty theft and defecating on your business. I don't even think that's a charge. And quit saying that we've been collecting bird shit 
and and coaxing birds and putting up bird feeders all around your lots to try and get birds to shit on all your trucks and all that because that's fucking ridiculous. That's where would we even have a secret underground lair where we could build so many bird feeders? It just doesn't make sense. Some people are so dumb and rude. Some people just don't get it. They just want to attack people they feel threatened by. And Dave Matthews, look, I'm sorry that nobody loves you. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, news alert, news flash. We also, we've called your parents. No, we don't need to tell you who their names are, but we've called them. And they, they live said, in a different state. You wouldn't said, know them, Dave Matthews. They said they regret having you. Mm-hmm. And they're not proud of you and your life choices. And also, they took all of your basketball trophies from when you were in high school, mm-hmm. and they gave them to us uh, yeah. because um, they said, you know, had we played you in 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 uh, baseball or basketball or whatever, I said, um, we would have beaten you. Yeah. So we took all your high school trophies. So yeah. Now we have high school trophies. Yeah. And your mom also adopted us. That's right. And your dad also adopted us. That's right. And they changed their wills. Yep. And now we're in their wills. And they specifically said that they don't love you anymore in legal documents. Yeah. That they Your signed. dad saw us taking a steamy shower separately. And he said, whoa, you guys have pretty big dongers, way bigger than my son's donger. Way bigger Which than is, my son, Dave Matthews. That's right. The well-known Chevy dealer, Dave Matthews Chevrolet. Who has average or less donger. That's what your dad said, Dave Matthews. That's what he fucking said. So you got to live with that. Sorry, we don't. We've moved on. Clearly, you're the one who hasn't. You're the one sending us letters, not the other way around. Yeah. Who's who's the creep in this situation? Who's right. the weirdo in this situation? Right. The guy sending letters? Uh, or yeah. the guys with the basketball trophies? <laughs> yeah, the guys. And the rock truck. The guys who, who visited your parents- Unannounced, huh? Who are the creeps in this situation? Yeah. So anyway, we laid out that trap and the anaconda fucking swallowed us whole. <laughs> yeah, we. Then when I heard it, like it's intestines and shit saying stuff like you fucking idiots. Yeah, it sounded it's weird. I've never been inside a snake before. <laughs> yeah, first time for me as well. I've thought about it a lot, but this is the first time actually being inside a snake and it just kept insulting us, saying it's me, Mr. Bunker. Clearly, I know. don't even really look like a snake. This is one of my worst costumes. Right. It's barely believable. It's actually just a inflatable tube man from Dave Matthews Chevrolet that I cut apart. And I see that you guys did the same thing. You I was watching his, you guys. Yeah. You stole those right. tube men and took a shit in yeah. front of the dealership and put all those bird feeders around to wreck his business. And then tried calling his, showing up at his parents' house and then crying and sobbing and saying that, mm-hmm. you know, all these things about how no one's ever, you know, been as proud of you as you are of, as they are of Dave. And yeah. And then I saw how you had to be escorted away by police and you're asked to never return to that town anymore. And it's like, ooh, jeez, nature is something else. Yeah, snakes are weird. Snakes are weird. Yeah. <laughs> It's they, almost, I feel like, I feel like the inside of a snake is like that scene from The Empire Strikes Back where Luke goes into that forest part on Dagobah and he cuts 
Vader's head off and it's his face under the mask. Yeah, that's 100% what it's like. It's like that. It's like where you hear your worst nightmares. Right. Yeah. So obviously where you hear your worst nightmares, which are completely fabricated things, just like that was. That wasn't real. No, that snake's an idiot. And there's nothing real inside the inside a snake what you hear is false no 100 percent. i mean that's it's the worst possible outcome for a thing that hasn't happened bung funkers what we learned by being swallowed by a real snake is that the way you beat the snake is you gotta not listen to it because if you fall prey to what it's telling Mm -hmm. you you're gonna get digested it's like a siren song it's a siren song and that's how you get digested Mm -hmm. and so what you got to do is do like we did and ignore it and tell it to to fuddruck off, mm-hmm. and then it'll poop you out into the bunker where you can record a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about that. Yeah. So, which is what happened. You know, I know that you bunk funkers, about 20% of you listen to this podcast for survival tips. And there's another gem. Yeah. So if you ever get swallowed whole by a snake, remember, don't give in. That's right. Be strong. Think about your own thoughts. Yep. Don't listen to the snake's tummy. And intestines, and then eventually the snake will poop you out in the bunker. So there you go, bunk funkers. You learned a little bit. You're welcome. You can fudruck take that to the fudruck and bank. Take that to the fudruck and bank. <laughs> fudruck and cash that. Cash money, baby. You can fudruck and suck and uh you can fudruck and suck it. Snakes. Snakes can fudruck and suck it. Yeah. Fudruck and suck it, snakes. Fudruck and suck it. Uh, Foot ruck and truck foot ruck. Anyway, bunk funkers, I think it's time to um you know, similarly to a a snake's insides. Okay. Um let's see where this this, this mystery going. M M cave could also be said as something as some kind of siren song that's calling you. Yeah. And it definitely called today's subject, Kenny Veach. Yeah, it did. Kenny was compelled. He was compelled to try to find this cave and disappeared. That's right. Uh, bunk bunkers without further ado this is the disappearance of kenny veach and the mystery the mysterious and the mystery mr m cave and the mystery m cave it's an m cave of mysteries here on mr bunkers conspiracy time podcast what rock Ready to go hiking, Artie? Ooh-wee, do I love hiking. That fresh air, open road. What a thrill. Ooh, I love the idea of just seeing where the universe takes me. Yahoo! Woo! But, to be honest, it also scares me. I love the idea, but I never actually go hiking just get too scared of what might happen. I have this recurring vision where I'm out there on the roadside, thumb in the air, and then a big semi-truck pulls over. After a few minutes struggling to climb into the cab, I see the driver, some middle-aged guy with a beer gut, stained shirt, five o'clock shadow, and prescription aviator shades. He drawls, Where you headed, stranger? I sheepishly reply, Anywhere the road takes me. <laughs> Name's RJ, short for Ryan Jostling. 
you're welcome to come along with me, but uh, I'm going to need some payment. Uh, sure. I've got cash or Venmo. Do you Venmo? I don't know. No Venmo. No. To ride with me, you got to follow the RJ way. Gas or ass. Nobody rides free. Uh, okay. I guess I will have sex with you. You really don't leave me any other option. <laughs> to be fair, I did say you could fill up the truck with gas. I've already gotten completely nude. I can tell you wouldn't accept. I don't want to do this, but I guess I have no choice. No, you really don't have to do this. Only if you want to. I start to unzip. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's enough. In fact, that is more than enough. Way too much. Andy, don't give me that face. <laughs> Andy looks like a dog <laughs> that knows he's in trouble. You know you pissed on the floor and I'm shoving your face in it. First of all, oh yeah, no, 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 God damn it. The topic today is about hiking, Andy, and traversing the wilderness, and you got it confused with hitchhiking. Also, you clearly only use that as, as, you know, an excuse to read more of your trucker erotica. I'm just giving the bunk funkers what they want. RJ's whole enchilada. Wink. Can we move on to the topic, please? All right, all right. Let's talk about the mysterious disappearance of Kenny Beach. Kenny Beach. In 2014, a YouTube user by the name of Snakebit McGee posted the following comment on a video titled Son of an Area 51 Technician. That ain't nothing. Quote. 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 This is a quote. That ain't nothing. I am a long distance hiker. One time during one of my hikes out by Nellis Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find, but as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to vibrate. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibrating became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. That was one of the strangest things that ever happened to me. End quote. The user also claimed to be an experienced hiker, saying, quote, I solo hike across mountaintops that most people wouldn't dare go. I have been in more caves than I can count. I play with rattlesnakes for fun. But this one particular cave was beyond anything I had ever encountered. End quote. Snakebit McGee continued saying they would return to the M-shaped cave. Quote, Someday I will go back and I will bring a weapon with me. All I had at the time was a knife and a wrist rocket. End quote. Now the M-cave comment Got some attention uh, with other YouTuber uh, users telling Snakebite McGee to go find that mysterious M-Cave again. Go do it. Only this time, Snakebite McGee should record the attempt and upload it to YouTube. Uh, Snakebite McGee honored their honored their own you know promise to return, as well as the requests of YouTube users. And on October 18th, 2014, posted a video to their channel called M-Cave Hike. Uh, and that's the letter M as well, not like E-M-M or anything else. Yeah. M Cave Hike. It turns out that Snake Bite McGee was actually what they said they were, an experienced hiker in the Las Vegas area, a 47-year-old guy by the name of Kenny Veach. In the video, Kenny said he was in the mountains north of Las Vegas in a canyon. The video starts next to what Kenny said is an old mine with a deep shaft straight down. Kenny said he had hiked the area multiple times before. Kenny referenced the hike mentioned in the YouTube comment and also said he didn't go into the M-shaped cave because he didn't have a gun with him. 
Here's a clip from Kenny's video so you can hear him describe the M-Cave in his own words. Well, here I am on my hike up here in the mountains north of Las Vegas. This is the, uh, this is a canyon I just walked up in. Now you can't tell, but my truck is way out there by the mountains at the very, very end of this valley. And uh, I'm looking for a cave that I, I found and I didn't have a, I didn't have a sidearm when I was here before. And something about that cave just spooked me out of all the caves I've ever gone in. This one just made my body vibrate. The closer I got to it, the crazier my body felt. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go in there right now, but I'm coming back someday. It's shaped like a big M. It's a big cave that looks just like a gigantic M. And it's about as tall as I am and kind of narrow. And uh, it's stuck on the side of a mountain. And I talked to some people on YouTube and I told them, hey, I'm coming out here, you know, because they, they kind of called my hand on it. So I don't know if there's going to be anything to it, but it, it might be interesting. Uh, if I can find it, i got to relocate it. And this is a big mountain range I'm in. Kenny then shows the camera that this time he's packing heat. And for once, I'm not talking about a hot plate. Oh, baby. And Kenny wasn't cooking food on this trip. Okay, well, he, he had a gun with him. Uh, and Anyway, he had said was picking up pine nuts. Anyway, he had a gun with him. Yeah, he brought a gun. <laughs> but later in the video, he was picking up pine nuts from the ground that had recently been dropped by pine trees. He took a couple minutes of the video to talk about it and show himself collecting pine nuts from the ground. Uh, and now, apparently, these little pine nuts are very sweet. Yeah. He was saying how sweet they are, and they said... He, sometimes when he's out on these hikes, he likes to just go collect a bunch of them, whole bunch of them. Yeah. Storm and then come home and have himself a little treat. Have a little treat of pine nuts. Nice? Make a nice pesto. That's nice. Now, Kenny also said he had a cooler full of beer in his truck for after the hike, and he was looking forward to it. He said he didn't much, uh, didn't bring much water and only a candy bar to get him through that long hike. In the video, Kenny laid out more or less the path he would take hiking up over a mountain, down into another canyon, different from the one where the video starts. And speaking of where the video starts, according to Kenny, the, the location where he began recording is far away from his truck. It's a little bit of a hike. Why he hiked to start his video in a spot next to an old mine shaft that wasn't anywhere near his truck or near where he was going, uh, I don't know. It might just be that he was following the trail, but uh, I don't know. It just seems weird to me, right? Yeah, a little bit, sure. I don't know. So at any rate, after going into the canyon, Kenny said he would head west in the general direction of Mount Charleston in an area where there were lots of cliffs. Now, during the hike to the spot where Kenny hoped to find that M cave, he checked in a couple of times, showing his progress. Uh, at one point, he mentions that even though he does bring some supplies like food and water, he likes to pretend he's running out of supplies to really push himself. Uh, he said he likes to do that so that if he ever really did run out of supplies, he'd know how far he could make it and when to start panicking. Kenny also said that when he, uh, that he traveled without a compass. So he had to remember how to get to where he was so that he, uh, how he has to remember how he got to where he was so that he doesn't get lost. After coming through the Canyon, Kenny turned on the camera to announce that he made it through the Canyon and that he didn't find the M cave. Uh, Kenny said it was weird 
because he felt like the M-Cave was relatively easy to find. Disappointed, Kenny headed back to his truck. Now, uh, he might not have found the cave, but at the end of the video, Kenny did have a run-in with a Mojave Desert tortoise. Aww. I made friends with some turtles once. Oh, boy. Only these were no ordinary turtles. Now, let me guess, Sandy. They were anthropomorphic turtles who were mutated by radioactive waste, and you trained them in ninjutsu in your sewer lair. How did you know? I've never told anyone this story before. I have to protect my boys, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo. See, this is the thing you do where anytime turtles or tortoises are brought up, you try to claim that you're Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle franchise. (laughs) Yeah, and I almost got you this time, you fucker. You were starting to believe it a little bit, I could tell. No, no, not really, not at all. You were. I wasn't, though. I figured it out literally immediately. (laughs) I guess you're my shredder, Art. I'd be April. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm gonna fuck those turtles. She's got some serious turtle lust. <laughs> April. Anyway, after Kenny posted his M Cave hike video, commenters on the video encouraged or goaded Kenny into taking another hike to try to find the cave. There was one commenter who actually advised Kenny to not try again. User Lemmy Kilmeister posted, quote, no, do not go back there. If you find that cave entrance, don't go in. You won't get out. End quote. Kenny replied, quote, what makes you say that? End quote. Lemmy Kilmeister never replied. And according to some sources, the Lemmy Kilmeister YouTube account and comments were deleted shortly after commenting on Kenny's video. Did the YouTube commenter know something? Or was it just a troll? Was it actually the account of Motorhead frontman Lemmy Kilmeister? You may never know for sure. Kenny set out again to find the M-Cave on November 10th, 2014. Kenny told his family that it would be a, quote, short overnight trip, end quote. Unfortunately, Kenny would never return from this hike. He was reported missing a few days later. On November 22nd, 2014, Channel 3 News in Las Vegas ran a story on Kenny's disappearance. In that piece, David Cummings of Red Rock Search and Rescue indicated it would be a difficult search, saying the following, quote, We're going to have to go rock by rock, crevice by crevice, valley by valley, and look. It's going to be very, very difficult. And some of it is on the dangerous side, end quote. Kenny's daughter, Victoria, was also interviewed for the story, and she remained hopeful. She said, He has everything going for him. Five foot eight, 150 pounds, avid hiker, Martial arts guy, survivor, he'll eat a lizard. He knows what plants to eat. Victoria also said, my biggest worry would be that he's not alive anymore. But knowing my dad, I'm pretty sure that he probably just hurt himself. and He just needs help. and He's stuck. and needs help. It was also on November 22nd, 2014, that search and rescue volunteers found Kenny's mobile phone. David Cummings said, quote, We found his cell phone close to a very vertical old mine shaft, and we can't find another trail. It doesn't mean that he's down the mine shaft, but we have tracked him as far as we can. We are having our other crews come in from from the search areas. End quote. Interestingly, the mine shaft near where Kenny's phone was found was the same mine shaft where his M Cave hike video started. The discovery of Kenny's mobile phone did not lead to a break in the case. Instead, 
The trail went cold. The lack of closure led to much speculation about what exactly Kenny found out in the Mojave. The area where Kenny said he found the cave is relatively near Nellis Air Force Base and Area 51. Had Kenny inadvertently wandered into some kind of secret government cave hiding military secrets? It's been suggested that perhaps Kenny stumbled onto one of the secret underground bases of the U.S. government, a deep underground military base, a.k.a. a dumb. Uh, It's also been suggested that Kenny may have found the M-Cave again, but the cave actually had a secret door in it that led to a covert underground facility. If not the military, is it possible that Kenny was abducted by extraterrestrials? course or in combination of the previous two suggestions did kenny stumble into an underground base belonging to the tall whites now i mean of course the tall whites are the race of extraterrestrials described in charles hall's millennial hospitality series of books the tall whites made a deal with the u.s government and got some land in the mojave desert remember tall whites only make deals that benefit them Check out our episode on the Tall Whites for more information. We guarantee it's dumb. D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. So while there's certainly been plenty of thoughts about Kenny getting too close to something he wasn't meant to see, others have suggested that Kenny may have gotten hurt on his hike and just died in the desert. Others have speculated that he fell down the mine shaft where his phone was found. To be fair, though, evidence of Kenny's remains have never been found in the mine shaft despite searches there. And yet still others have suggested that Kenny maybe just wanted to get away from his old life. So he left his mobile phone near the mine shaft in in the hopes people would come to their own conclusions. Obviously they did, so I guess if he did plan that part, it was a smashing success. Having ditched the device that could track him via GPS, some believe Kenny just disappeared so he could live life on his own terms. Possibly overseas, under an assumed identity. After a couple of years with no answers on Kenny's fate, a YouTube user named Sharon Pilgrim posted a comment on Kenny's M-Cave hike video. Sharon claimed to be Kenny's girlfriend, and Kenny made a reference to his girlfriend in the video, by the way, to add some credibility to her claims. In the comment, Sharon said this, quote, So many people are wondering what happened and guessing different things. You are heartfelt about the sadness around what has happened with Kenny. He has not been found, and I feel that he probably will never be found for many, many months, if ever. I want to share what I know and feel about what happened so that you might bring some closure and understanding in your own lives, end quote. Now, after sharing some memories of hiking with Kenny, Sharon said this, quote, I want you to know that I do not think Kenny had an accident. I believe he committed suicide. He battled depression for many years and would not take medication or see a doctor. He quit his job a little more than a year before he disappeared. He wanted to see if he could sell his inventions and do what he called, quote, cowboy interior design, end quote, for homes. He was not successful in getting a business going and was running out of money after a year of not working. He no longer wanted to work in a job for someone else. And as his money decreased, he became more and more depressed. He really did not look for another job. End quote. In fact, you can see videos on Kenny's YouTube channel of him doing submissions for the TV show Shark Tank, and also a video where he's trying to sell his house as a vacation home, 
while simultaneously selling, trying to sell himself as the caretaker for the home so he can finish decorating the house. Uh, Kenny said in the video of his home that he gave up on corporate jobs about a year before the video was made and hoped to make money doing things he wanted to do, like fixing up or decorating homes. These videos were uploaded in September and October 2014, not long before Kenny disappeared. So after the sharing continued, quote, in early October, with seeing his depression increase, I said to him, you aren't going to pull a Robin Williams on me, are you? This is when he opened up more about his depression and his thoughts, uh, much of his life about suicide. His father committed suicide when Kenny was in his early 20s. When I asked him the question, he answered me with, if I decide to do it, you will be okay because you are good at the law of allowing. He asked me what I would think of him if he did it. He also said if he decided to do it, no one will ever find me. End quote. Sharon claimed to be the person who reported Kenny missing and said she helped searchers locate Kenny's car, which Sharon claimed was a four-hour hike away from the mine shaft where Kenny's mobile phone was found. Sharon also said that Kenny did not take his video camera with him, indicating that he didn't intend to record the hike and therefore was not trying to do a follow-up on his M-Cave hike video. Sharon concluded the post by saying, quote, I had many wonderful experiences with Kenny and will always remember them and have a place of love in my heart for him and the wonderful things we did together. I am healing from my loss and look forward to new experiences with desert hiking, camping, and taking beautiful pictures of our desert. Enjoy your adventures of life and thank you for the kind, loving comments sent my way. End quote. In the time since Kenny's disappearance, many people have traveled the same path he did in his M-Cave hike video, looking for clues to Kenny's whereabouts. People have also hiked the nearby area, hoping to find some evidence of Kenny. A number of people claim to have discovered Kenny's M-Cave, but unfortunately, at least as of this recording, Kenny remains missing. So, what do you think, Bunkfunkers? What the heck happened to old Kenny Veach? Did he unwittingly find himself in the middle of some top-secret U.S. military operations? Did he become a prisoner of extraterrestrial residence of the Mojave? Did the experienced hiker finally push himself too far and into a situation that cost him his life? Did Kenny ditch his old life and financial woes or and uh, disappear to some international locale? Or did his life end in suicide? Sadly, we may never know with certainty, but until we do know with certainty, we can continue to hope that someday Kenny will be found alive and well. And so let's continue the search. We can head out to the desert and hike till we find a mysterious B-shaped cave. We'll strap on our spelunking gear and head inside. There, down into the deep, dark corridors into the earth, we find hidden treasure. The whole gelada. Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast will be right back after this brief message.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back, Bungfunkers. That was our research of Kinevice. Uh, Kinevice. Hey, Andy, I gotta say, uh, I got an M cave right up here. It's my schnoz. The M stands for mucus. Oh, yeah. Boy, oh, boy, I don't know what it is. Allergies or what? Boy, yeah, you are. I got the nasal drips. You are a disgusting, sick fuck. I am, yeah. I'm very sick. Yeah. Andy, this uh, story must have given you the hives because it involved solely outdoor activities. (laughs) Solo outdoor activities. My (laughs) least favorite combination of words. Um, Also, this involved going into caves. Another yeah. thing that kind of scares me. No, fuck caves. Just yeah, free, free exploring caves. I yeah, don't know. No. Feels weird. Mine shafts. Woof. Yeah, no. I used to watch this YouTuber who lives in a, he bought a ghost town or he bought an old mining town up in the fucking mountains of Northern California. Mm-hmm. And it's a ghost town. We bought a ghost town. He literally bought a Love ghost town. And so he's going to like fix up the town and try and like turn it into a tourist destination. A living person town. Living person town. Like a, like a, you know, like a, Whatever, like a, yeah, like a tourist destination, a little resort. And uh, this motherfucker, like, goes and, like, explores these old abandoned, like, mine shafts because it used to be an old gold mining town. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing, you nut job? (laughs) You know how easy you could die? (laughs) Yeah. You could just get trapped in there. Who knows? The mine could collapse. Golly. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if there's an earthquake while you're in there? What happens if there's an earthquake when you're in there? There's there's gold in them there. There's earthquakes in them there earths. <laughs> no, it's terrifying. Yeah. I mean I uh, want to go through big ass Kentucky caves. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. Caverns. Yeah, take me into a cavern. Yeah. And even then I don't want to go that far into no, it. No, I don't. Although it does feel real good underground. It's nice and cool. I got to admit, the inside of the earth, it's dark. pretty nice. It's dark, so people can't see my features of my body. Right. <laughs> or my disgusting face. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, the only problem for you is that it's very echoey. True. So people will hear your horrible sniffles. Yeah, they will. For miles. Um, No, terrifying. Caves are terrifying. Um, And this M cave sounds very strange and very terrifying. Yeah, it's... Pretty interesting. I'm curious. I'm curious. You know, Kenny describes it as a, you know, it was it was rumbling so much that it freaked him out. An avid hiker, just like Kenny. Kenny. Um, <laughs> yeah, people have speculated that perhaps when Kenny found this cave initially, he was experiencing low frequency radio waves. Uh, low frequency sounds. Now, what does that mean? So, this is kind of like an MK Ultra type some, of deal. This is some egghead stuff. Some egghead stuff, but it's naturally occurring. Hikers, people on mountains, they can experience this, but it's like it's very low frequency sound waves. Uh, so, like, think great big long sound waves. Like it's wow. it's like something that you can't hear, 
It's outside the range of our ears to hear. But you can feel them. You can feel it because wow. they're so like, you know, these are like very low frequency. And uh, you, uh, yeah, it's, uh, people have ex- have reported like experiencing kind of like hallucination or, you know, like a sense of unease when they're exposed to these very low frequencies. So people have speculated that Kenny hit, he was just getting bombarded with some low frequency sound waves. And that's what caused him to feel that way about the cave. Wow. So maybe the cave's not even real. Maybe this was just part of a like distortion of his mind because of the low frequency sound waves. I don't know. Same time, you know, obviously he's right by Nellis Air Force Base. They could have been doing a bombing testing out there mm-hmm. in the Mojave. He could have felt the rumbles of some bombs. Yeah, he points out in this video that, hey, they're over this way. This is where the bombing range is, people. The government does bombing over there, the yeah. Air Force. Well, I know. I, I'm familiar with them. Because in Fallout New Vegas, the bombers, <laughs> the bombers, I think they're called the bombers. They're a bunch of boomers. and They live in Nellis Air Force Base, and they've held up in there, and they have all these bombs. Yeah. And they'll they'll fucking blow you up if you try and get into their Air Force base, but you have to sneak in. Oh, okay. And then you can do a bunch of quests for them. Yeah. It's great. Once you sneak in, they just accept you? Well, not at first. You got to like, you got to really humor. work your way in. Yeah. You got to eschew techno- modern technology. And yeah. Talk about how things used to be better before. But then you can fuck them over. That's why I love that game so much. Because you can be a freaking prick to everybody. Oh, yeah. You can basically take over their whole colony. Yeah. And then the end, decide to just blow them up. Wow. Use their own bombs against them. Wow. Blow them all up. Wow. Blow them up. Jeez. Say, fuck you, boomers. Here's- boom, 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 boom. Their, their boomers. Their mains might actually be the boomers. I can't remember. Big boomers. I'm the big bopper, baby. I'm the big boomer, baby. How do I work this phone? I'm the big boomer, baby. I'm posting memes on Facebook. (laughs) It's too bad that big boomer died in that plane crash. (laughs) I'm the big boomer, baby. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm the big boomer, baby. Back in my day, we worked harder. I drank Pepsi from a hose, and I turned out fine. Baby, baby, it's me, baby. I'm the big boomer. Baby, if you want a job, just go down there and apply. Yeah, the big boomer. <laughs> You're going to love our stable of recurring <laughs> characters here. Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time. Oh, God. Um, Where were we talking Ooh, about Kenny Beach? Baby, I like to post slightly conservative things with minion photos, baby. Oh. <laughs> Hot takes on Twitter with a minion photo, baby. Oh, check out this comic, baby. It's a husband and wife, and the wife is annoying. Baby, baby, 
kids are spending too much time on their phones, baby. I posted from my phone. <laughs> I don't know how to work this thing. Stop texting me and call, damn it, baby. I told you I don't like texting, baby. Somebody from an unknown number called me and told me that my computer had a virus, baby. Yeah, I gave him control and my password, baby. <laughs> now my bank accounts are empty, baby. <laughs> the big boomer. <laughs> One of my favorite musical acts. The big Gone boomer. too soon. Gone too soon, the big boomer. Big boomer. Um, what's your what's your big what's your big boom boom on this, honey? You watched a lot of Kenny Veach videos. I did watch a you're, lot of Kenny Veach you could videos. Say you're a Kenny Veach connoisseur. A Kenny Veach YouTube connoisseur. So, look, Kenny's I bet got. You didn't like and subscribe, you asshole. <laughs> well, like not a lot of, of not a lot of new content on that channel. <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert. Jeez, hasn't been any videos since 2014. So, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe I should subscribe because it would be a big deal. It's true. <laughs> There's a video posted. That's true. Um, so Kenny has his MK mm. Hike video, and there are several other videos on there, as we mentioned. Um, there are like three videos of him doing a submission for Shark Tank and some other show that I wasn't familiar with. Um, and these videos are... <clears throat> Look, I mean, Kenny's personality comes through in these, right? He's got a big personality. He's got a big personality. He seems he seems full of life, like a very likable person. He does, and um, he's a good pine he, nut. He clearly has. Look to me, Kenny seems like a guy with dreams. Yeah, like he's a dreamer. He's a big, big dreamer. Big dreamer. Big dreamer. Big like idea type of person. Yeah. Vision. So he's got these videos where he's, you know, trying to submit stuff to Shark Tank. And I've watched a little bit of Shark Tank in my life. I've watched a lot of Shark Tank. And it it's good show. that he never got selected because he would be one of those people that they bring on there just to get destroyed, I think, you by think? the sharks. That's how I feel. Because he's a nice guy, but they would totally probably shit all over his products because... Things he was pitching. What is he pitching? <clears throat> One of the videos he's selling this Golar bear. It's a glow in the dark polar bear that comes in a tin. He bought a tin from a store and then decorated it with glow in the dark letters and stars and stuff. And then he hand stitched a polar bear filled with glow in the dark beads. What's the purpose of that product? Uh, well, it's just supposed to look cool. It's just like a little toy. But his suggestion is that the proceeds part of the proceeds from the sales of these things could go to help uh, fund protection for polar bears habitat and stuff okay i mean it would get shot down on on shark tank yeah because they would be like what why is this special I've seen some stupid shit get accepted on shark tank <clears throat> yeah maybe then again wrong. you're right i maybe think you're I'm wrong. right i think you're right um, I've seen an episode of Shark Tank where a guy, his whole invention was it was a gag gift. It was a poop timer that you're you're supposed to buy for Father's Day. 
It's like a funny thing. Like it's literally just a egg timer that you would find in the kitchen, but it's shaped like a, I think like a guy sitting on a toilet, a turlet. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's it. Who bought it? I don't know. Lori Grenier. It was going on QVC, it, wasn't it? Might it? Have been, it might have been Cuban. Wow. It might have been Cuban because he was like... Yeah, he bought they, the whole stock and put him in every bathroom in his mansion. They 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 had like a shark bat. It was like chumming the water over this stupid fucking thing. Really? So fucking stupid. And they were like, oh my God, we'll fucking sell the shit out of this for holiday gifts, Father's Day. We'll make a fuck ton of money on it and then you'll fucking sell it off. The big battle was they were like, you got to give us like 50% equity because this is stupid. Yeah. I think the guy took the deal because why the fuck wouldn't you? He got like $500,000 or some crazy yeah, shit. Or just take it and run. Million dollars. I don't know. <clears throat> wow. That's crazy. So you never know with Shark Tank. So maybe Golar Bear is better than I think. And some people use Shark Tank just as a means of uh, advertising themselves. Yeah. They, they don't, don't have any intention deal, of ever yeah. taking a deal. Yeah. So um, the anyway. other the other big invention that people seem to like is Kenny uh, built a toilet paper holder. Where it's like kind of on a spring type of deal. You pull it open and you pop the roll out and then you put the new roll in and then you just let it go and it snaps into place and it locks the roll securely. That's neat. It's not a bad idea. Seems like something you would use. Yeah. I, I mean, I need to, I need like, you know, like one of these. I, <laughs> you know, like I think of it as like, you know, my you, toilet you, paper. You know, like when you're in the grocery store. And you take a carton of milk out and it automatically pushes the yeah, new row. That's, what, that's what you need with yeah, spring loaded toilet paper. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't know, in a war when I'm on the toilet <laughs> and I need, I need a weapon that will reload its magazine super quick. <laughs> and so I need that fast reload <laughs> toilet paper roll holder. So that's one that people like, um, again, I always think like, oh, wow, it's, you know, you can't really protect that. People would rip it off so fast. Yeah. But uh, there were there were some. You can't get a patent for that? At least an idea patent or something? I don't know. I don't. But those. I don't know how those work. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know much about patents. Uh, well, you should. I do know about Patent Oswalt, uh, the uh, <laughs> the the government, uh, the government's, uh, you know, patent officer slash stand up comedian <laughs> only does jokes about patent law. Um, so there's also, I mean, he just shows off some of his like artwork and knickknacks and stuff that he's made. Um, so overall it's like, they're sort of unfocused. Like I think more than anything, he's probably trying to sell himself. Okay. You know, like his personality. It's like, it's like, look at me. I can do a lot of different stuff. I have a great personality. Make a deal with me. Uh, and then there's obviously it's a much longer video. He takes a very detailed tour of his house. Is his house nice? What do it's you think? Nice. Of his house? Yeah, it's nice. Is he good at, at home decoration? I mean, it's build? not exactly my taste, but I suppose okay. if you like that sort of thing, that is old it ranch style, like what do you, don't you like? It is, it? He's right. It's like cowboy style. Like he's yeah. got like skulls and stuff. Like stuff he's picked up skulls, hiking. Skulls, human skulls, human skulls. Um, he okay, says. Okay, so it's like Western style. Yeah, Western it's like Western ranch. style. He says this is these are the people that have wronged me. Uh, and I collect their skulls, and after I duel them um, in the town square, I keep their skulls over here uh, next to the fireplace in a pyramid. No, he's got, like, animal skulls and stuff. Right. You Fucking know, cattle cactuses, skull hanging up. He, turquoise. He, he loves growing cacti, yeah. so he's got cactuses. Some kind of Native American blanket pattern. Right, this kind of stuff. You know, you know the type of stuff, and a lot of it is, like, rocks and things he's found when he's hiking. Mm-hmm. 
he dug up all these rocks out of his backyard and uh, he planned to put in a pool Ooh. eventually. Um, and he was going to build like a shed that looked, that was nice on the inside, but looked dilapidated on the outside. Okay. Um, he, uh, you know, there's, he has a nice kitchen that he's very proud of. Um, he, I mean, in a big fuck you to you art, he said, he shows off, he's got his cast iron skillet wow, and his enamel coated cast iron Dutch oven as showpieces in his home. Well, that's the, the theme, Andy. And he says, every time I want to cook something, I reach for one of these. I don't trust nonstick. When did I say I trusted nonstick? I don't care. But he's the only thing he Kenny Veach said it. The only way I want to cook aluminum is aluminum steel, iron. motherfucker. Yep, cast iron, baby. So. Cast Iron Gang. So Kenny showing off his house. He's got a nice kitchen. He's very proud of it. He likes to make chili. Um, he, <laughs> he's because he mentions it multiple times. Making chilies. You uh, seem like you get along with Kenny Beach. I do. I think I would get along with Kenny Beach. I think that I, I don't know. He's got a high energy for you. Maybe he not. might get on my nerves, but I think that I would like him. I would be like, oh, Kenny's good in small doses. <laughs> But he would probably say the same about me. He probably wouldn't like you. Yeah. Because you don't like, like this the guy hike. Won't fucking stop doing bits. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, shut up. Yeah. I've turned a lot of good, rational people against me with my obnoxious personality. That's true. I've seen it happen. So, but, you know, he gets down to the 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 brass tacks on this thing, sort of in the middle where- He has brass tacks all over the floor. That yeah. He he t- that's part of the theme. <laughs> it's, so, he- but he he is basically saying he wants somebody to buy his house and use it as a vacation home. Okay. And he'll still live there and he'll move into one of the rooms and he'll take care of the house and he'll keep <laughs> he has all these projects in mind for it. Okay. And he wants to keep working on his projects in the house, but he wants somebody else to buy the house and have it be their second home and he'll be the caretaker. Which I have to admit, I think that is a weird proposition. Uh, he keeps That's saying abnormal. He, he keeps saying he wants to sell it auction style. I don't know why. Like he's not going to say, "I'm just going to auction it off." I don't know why you say auction style. That's like a weird. Sounds like way some for sort me of to like, get a burger. Yeah, like yeah, and in and out, and in and out. You <laughs> got to get it auction style, <laughs> which is where they 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 auction off what they should put on your burger to everyone in the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, auction style, it sounds like some kind of way you might get a hand job too. Like, <laughs> give me an auction style hand job. Gonna come to, gonna come three, gonna come three, come three, come three, and spin. So, um, it's a weird. I, I I have to say, if he had just hung on a little bit longer, buddy, Airbnb would have come out oh and my you God. would have made a killing. Yeah. First of words. Um, <laughs> Jeez, poor choice of words. What so, are you talking about? I I will say this. <laughs> my impression, and maybe this is being colored by other things. This is what we're calling in a new segment. This is the this is the Andy's Mighty Mighty Boss Tone Take. Because this is the impression that you're getting. Right. And I will tell you, Bunkfungers, I've never had to knock on wood. <laughs> this is the impression. At least I haven't yet. Yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, baby, I don't get the reference. <laughs> the big boomer's back. Oh, baby. Uh, Come on, baby. So here's, I might be having my views on this colored by 
everything else sure about this story but kenny comes off to me in these videos not the hike video but the other videos on his channel as a desperate person okay like i get the feeling from watching him that there's a lot of anxiety behind his smile and I get the sense that it's like the videos for Shark Tank don't seem focused or super well thought out necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there was an amount of desperation to just like put these out there and like ride this wave of sort of whatever level of internet fame he had at that moment. Mm. And Oh, if this gets spotted and blah, 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 you know, not a bad take. No. Um, now how much of that is hindsight? Are you willing to admit that? That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm saying what we know about what Sharon said, what Sharon said, then watching the videos, I read what Sharon said first. Yeah. I kind of, maybe if I had come at this the other way around, sure. I would feel different, but I could see that though. Having read what Sharon said first and then watching those videos, I'm like, this kind of gives me a feeling that her, her story adds up a little bit. I don't know if the person commenting on there is, is the real Sharon Pilgrim and the Sharon Kenny mentions in the video of his house, his girlfriend, Sharon, well, he calls her, I think his, his really good friend or special friend or something like that. He doesn't say girlfriend in that one. He says girlfriend in the hike video, but not in the home sale video. Maybe that's because he doesn't want people to think that he's fucked in that house. I don't know. (laughs) Like maybe he doesn't want them to think that there's cum anywhere. (laughs) Or ass particles. Yeah. Cum and ass particles. That's two things that come out of you during sex, cum and ass particles. That's right. So, I don't know. He, I don't know if that person is really Sharon Pilgrim. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Could just be a troll. That's, That's the up. thing about YouTube. It could be a troll. That's true. It's a pretty fucked up troll if it's a troll. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, if that turned out that it was not Sharon Pilgrim, like, that would be pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's very fucked up. But- the comment, reading that, then watching the videos, it's like, I don't get the sense that like, here's this, here's this enthusiastic person who's doing this because he has a great idea. This is somebody who's like, just desperate to be noticed. He wants to make his dreams come true. You know, he doesn't want to work corporate jobs anymore. I yeah. don't blame him. Yeah, no, I, I'm not, I, I can't criticize that yeah. at all. I can't criticize him for wanting to do his own thing. Um, I, you know, this is, this is what makes me the saddest is it's like, dude, man, if this guy had just, it's kept, very sad, just kept at it or just like kept doing the YouTube thing and rode that way. Like, it's like, ah, oh, man, like you were there, dude. Like you were just a little too early, you know, 2014, you just had to wait. Like, I, I can't remember where in the sort of YouTube timeline, the YouTube apocalypse that was. But it's like if he had just hung on for a little bit longer, kept doing some vids and just like, you know, he probably could have turned himself into a little YouTuber and yeah. been fine and yeah. been happy and been able to do the things he wanted to do. Yeah, people, you know, Airbnb his house, do hiking vids, teach people about survival in nature and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's not something that he would have been interested in, but. 
I think that's, I think it gets me that's sad. Makes me sad. I see, I, I agree with you. And it's like YouTube came, became like really prominent for like generating money for its creators. Yeah. A little In a way. after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it has its problems. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're not, not, not everybody on YouTube gets rich. Believe us. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Mr. Bunker pod. <laughs> but the, the thing is like, you know, it, like you said, if he, he might've gotten some more notoriety, if he had continued making videos and uploading content, it could have turned out really good for him. It's also like a little bit, I don't know. I feel like he, this all happened to him. If Sharon's story can be believed because he kind of verifies this in his home sale video. Like he'd been out of work for about a year. It kind of seems like, Maybe there's something to this that he's running out of cash and he needed something to pop or he was going to be in a bad situation financially. So it's almost like if he could have held on, but it's like, how long could he have held on? You know, it's like, it just, all of this was kind of happening at like a bad, seemingly expensive projects. Right. Yeah. Renovating a house. Yeah. I mean, money. Yeah. You need capital for that. But, um, I just think it's really sad because he does seem like a very nice person mm-hmm. and a, like I said, a likable kind of guy. Uh, as you said, he and I probably would get along at least a little bit with each Maybe other. Maybe a tiny bit. Yeah. I don't think that we would hate Most each other. Most people like you. Yeah. they For some weird reason. They like me. Um, you know, it's like I think that I start to turn people off the more they get to know about me. It's like people like me from a distance and as soon they as like they, the idea of you, they like, yeah, it's like, oh, here's this, here's this gregarious, friendly person. And then they realize like, oh, this guy is too much. And really, <laughs> can somebody please go get this guy's wife because he will not leave me alone. Horrible on the inside. You know, just <laughs> husk of a human being. I mean, that's how I view you void of any empathy. That's how I view you. That's, that's the Andy I know. Right. Right. Is a a husk of a man. Right. uh, With dead behind the eyes, Mm -hmm. shark, black pools of nothing. Just absolutely would, would cut you down. Truly, you are the shark tank. Yeah. You are the shark tanks. I'm, 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 I think in their I think in their title screen they show you swimming around in there. Right, yeah. It's me. Well, I'm not really swimming. I'm more or less just sort of <laughs> drifting in the water. Swimming's a little aggressive for me, athletically speaking. <laughs> so I'm just sort of drifting along like a deceased shark that hasn't floated to the surface yet. I mean, you don't sleep ever, so you are kind of like a shark. Yeah, and you'll eat yeah. almost anything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm more like a shark than I think. Yeah. I don't sleep and I'll Very eat aggressive. I don't sleep and I did eat a bicycle. <laughs> People don't like to go swimming with me. Uh, yeah. They clear the water when I jump in. Oh, God. <laughs> Cannonball! <laughs> oh boy, Andy. Well, I don't know. I don't. I mean, bunk funkers. You know, this is this is not the. There's not a. This is you know, not a filling 
filled a whole enchilada, but a whole enchilada nonetheless it is. There's not much else to say about poor Kenny Veach. You know, I think... I wonder about the whole camera thing, though. You know, the Sharon Pilgrim account said he didn't bring his camera, but there's no way to verify that. No way, yeah. They didn't find it, but they didn't find anything other than his phone. Why did he throw that down a mine shaft? Well, he didn't. It was found on the ground. No. It wasn't at the bottom of the mine shaft. And there's, you know, I watched a YouTube video of somebody going into the mine shaft. That mine shaft? Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people, Kenny himself is like, I don't know if I want to stand up here because this is kind of rickety. And this guy's just like, I don't, I don't remember the the YouTuber's name, but I think it's Scott something. But he's got this kind of funny voice where he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna try to get down there, bottom of this. Hard to do it with camera. Hold it with, and like. There's no windscreen or anything, so it's like (laughs) (laughs) periodically with the wind blowing. (laughs) Yeah, and you know it's like I'm gonna have to skip a step here. This ladder's kind of falling apart. And then he gets to the bottom. He's like, "Yeah, couple cans over here." (laughs) What's this? Old glass bottle. Not very, not very deep back here. <laughs> uh, well, so there's, <laughs> but Kenny wasn't down there, is what I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, and the search party when they did the official search, they dropped a camera down there, you yeah. know, to look around. Um, didn't find, didn't find anything. And there's a theory. That I saw put out by another hiker, a couple of other hikers, like based there. A lot of people have have done this work. They've hiked where Kenny went. There's this theory out there that Kenny went back that day that he disappeared and he was trying to find the M cave and he went part of the way through where he was before, but didn't see it. And so there's like this part where in the original M cave hike video, he turns like he's headed north and then he heads back uh, to the west and then he heads south where he comes out. Well, as he starts to head west, instead of continuing on this westward turn toward the south, then he just keeps going north. And so there's this thought that he headed north uh, and then something happened. And that's why he was never found because he's not kind of where people might have expected him. Even though it's like the further north you go, um, I think this is called, if I'm remembering right, like the Sheep's sheep's Range or something like Sheep Mountains or something like this. Um, this particular like spot where he was hiking. And it's like as you get further north, you come to this area where it's basically like, it's kind of like suburban. Like there's there's like, you know, it's like a dog park and stuff. You know, it's like where there's kind of like this, this, you know, it's not, it's not like crazy hiking to get there. Like it's sort of more, less wilderness and more like suburban. And it's like, if you get close enough, I mean, you're pretty close to people. So it's like, well, if you got too, if you got really far North from where he was, somebody probably would have spotted him. Yeah. Cause he would have been close to where people go. Dog would have found him or something. Cause where he's right? hiking before it's not like a very, it's 
rough terrain. Oh, yeah. You can see it in the video. But it's rough terrain. Not a lot of people go there. But then it's like you get further north, and then it's like kind of at the end of the range, like there's more suburban area. Yeah, there's like a fucking Starbucks in the corner. Right, yeah. The mountain. It's Starbucks in a cave. It's run completely by dwarves. <laughs> so he... The, but I don't I don't know. You know, it's like they did search, but you always have to ask that question of like, how good did they search? How good could they search? Yeah. Um, there's always the th- thought of like predation. People sort of discount that because they never found any clothing or anything belonging to him. But it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, it's kind of got a missing 411 type of it's feel to it. It's got a very missing 411 yeah. feel to it. Um, you know, I will say I don't think it's the tall whites because they are not prone to abduction they don't their goal is not abduction right it they, wouldn't really make sense they would have they, they would have, have killed a, kenny they would have killed him if he got too aggressive but they probably would have just ran away right they would not have abducted him he would not have been adopted by the tall whites right so it's a real mystery <laughs> except for the tall whites part that's fucking bullshit <laughs> but because it doesn't even even if you said yeah they're fucking tall whites or other it doesn't even fit with the lore of no, the tall whites. Not even a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know. I you know, when we get to Virtus, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Wow, really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm leaning one way, yeah. but I mean I think we're both leaning a certain way. I mean, you know, a lot of this is just so much speculation. Yeah. Because there's really no clues, is kind of the thing. I know. I mean Sharon's comment is like the biggest clue. Yeah. And even she is speculating in that. She's saying, here's what I think happened. Right. And adding this personal detail as background information. Well, I don't know, Andy. I'm ready to get to verdicts here. Um, yeah, we'll get, to, I guess we can get to verdicts. Yeah. Um. All right. So I guess on a verdict thing, how do I want to do this verdict? Um. Hmm. I guess the way I want to think about it is maybe I'll rate a rate everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, go for it. Do whatever you want, dude. Just because I think Fuck. I think that um Why do you ever fucking think it, dude? It's your fucking show, brother. I think the thing that the bunk funkers like is the more verdicts we can throw at them, they that's what they love. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, they love verdicts, baby. I mean, I think our statistics bear this out that people listen mainly for the verdict. Yeah. That most people last completely to the end of the episode so they can hear the verdicts. There's definitely not... I th- if they're getting past the big boomer, they're going to make it to the there's, verdicts. There's definitely not, you know, people who start listening and then there's a huge drop-off right away and then a huge spike where the research starts, <laughs> which gradually tails off to almost nobody listening at the end. So it's definitely not that way. So um, let's start with... I'm going to start with things that I don't think are all that plausible. Okay. And I'm going to start with the tall whites case closed. I, that's not the tall whites for all the reasons that I just said. Wow. Um, let's start. Let's go next to Kenny stumbled into a secret, a DUMB, uh, a deep underground military base. I just, I'm going to give this plausible molecule because I don't know why, but that's just what I feel. I don't really think that there's any kind of evidence for that. Wow. Um, you know, it's like, okay. I saw a video of somebody say they found the M cave and the guy was like, the channel is called like us exploring abandoned caves and abandoned houses and old caves or something like that. Okay. 
And the guy goes, says like, ah, oh, my buddy who's in the military, I can't tell you anything about him because I don't want to give up his information. Uh, confidentially told me about this M cave that he, he heard about and I'm going to go check it out. And it's like this very shallow cave that's like very low, but inside he finds this like sign that says like, you know, government, like area 51, do not trespass or whatever. He's like, This is the cave. This is the cave. And I'm like, all right, could be cool. Yeah. You have no proof, but good that you think that. Um, and I mean, obviously the sign was never planted there or anything for this video. Right. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not calling into question this person's credentials. I don't know. Andy, would people it. do that? Just lie like that on I'm the internet? I'm such a fucking cynic about everything. It's like, oh yeah, this, every fucking person is a liar on the internet. Um, nobody's ever telling the truth. Everything's a lie. Um, even the truth is fabricated. I read it on the internet, baby. I got it from this website, baby. Oh, sorry. I had my, uh, I'm going to have my big boomer playing on my iPod. Turned on while I was climbing down this ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. My ears. Yeah, it's that thing of like, I can't hear anything you're saying because the wind is so loud and I can't turn the volume up on the speakers anymore because it's going to hurt my ears if I do. Uh, So... So plausible molecule for the government base. Um, did did Kenny flee his life and take on a new identity? Did oh? he just did he purposefully disappear? Going straight plausible. Wow. Uh, jeez, that's a wild take. It takes a lot of effort to sort of escape your life. Yeah, duh. So I don't know how much I believe this, but in absence of any, there's no real like evidence that he didn't. Yeah. There's no evidence that he did, but so I'm, I guess I'm going plausible because there's no evidence for either side of it. Jeez. Um, in my opinion, um, did he die in the wilderness? Mm, plausible plus and a half. Okay. I feel like that's I feel like that's a possibility. Yeah. I know big time. I, I know Kenny's an experienced hiker. But doesn't matter. He doesn't bring a compass. He doesn't bring a map. No, he doesn't. He uh doesn't bring a GPS device. He tries to be a survivalist. He wants to do this like old fashioned survival style. If you have an accident, you could end up in a bad spot. And yeah. you know, it's like if he dropped his phone by the mine shaft. And then he got hurt. Didn't realize it. Had no way to contact anybody. Yeah. Um, so it seems fairly plausible to me. And unfortunately, I'm going to say plausible plus plus that Kenny committed suicide. Wow. I don't like saying that. No. Because again, it's not I a fun, think not a fun verdict not to a give. Fun verdict to give. I think Kenny seemed like a very nice person. Seemed and like a, like a good-hearted person. I just, when I think about it, I can't get over the feeling of the desperation, right, of these videos. I mean, it just there's something there's something about it that just like makes me feel like this is somebody who's like on the edge. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's about to break. He needs something to happen or he's going to be like destroyed. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it seems like a very extreme move to say like buy my house that I talk about how much I love. I waited to buy this thing. I was going to buy a house before, but I didn't like the prices. I found this, I wanted to buy an old fixer upper and I found this new house in a brand new neighborhood and something about it just spoke to me. I love it. I've put all this work into it. So please come buy it, but yeah. let me live here too. Like right. it just like, it's kind of a desperate play for me yeah. in my mind. Totally so fair. Fair, fair, Xandy. Um, you know, I'm going to be for once succinct. And uh, they say brevity is the soul of wit. Well, guess what? I'm changing it. Flipping the script on you. You're going to change that saying? Billy. Sha- Shakespeare, fuck you. Fudruck yourself, Go Fudruck yourself. Brevity is the soul of art. Because I'm saying, unfortunately, I think, uh, case closed. I think, uh, unfortunately, Kenny took his own life. I mean, case confirmed. Case confirmed. Wow. But, yeah, you know, I don't want to say case confirmed. I want to say case closed just because it's very, like, Case confirmed. That dude killed himself. Like that feels a little like that's what you're saying, though. Yeah, it is what I'm saying. Yes, but I'm flipping it on saying case closed on everything else. Oh, I see. You're literally flipping the scale. Yes, <laughs> because after two years and a number, a certain number of episodes, I don't know the number. I'm not the historian of this podcast. Here you are. Wait, what, Mister? I'm suddenly changing the scale to suit my own personal thing. It's not like this scale goes. This scale is set in stone, <laughs> Andy. Set this, in you. Th- this this scale is science, and if you don't like science, guess what? Science is changing with the times. Maybe you got to get with it. I don't like change, baby. I was just gonna say, I don't trust science, baby. <laughs> I read this post on Facebook and it says otherwise, baby. Oh, uh, fucking big boomer. Big boomer. Hey, bunk bunkers, don't be a bunch of big boomers. Tell us what you think. Yeah. You ever Is, gone hiking for the MK? What do you think about what happened in Port Kenny Beach? Yeah. What are you? What do you bunk bunkers think? Because there's no shortage of ideas. Ideas. Uh, people have a lot of strong opinions on this. We oh, would yeah. Love. To know what you think about it. Yeah. Use um, the hashtag. The, the, let's hear that hashtag. Big Boomer, baby. And let us know what you think. Um, <laughs> you can email us, MrBunkerPod at gmail.com. Yeah. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at MrBunkerPod. You can find us on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Yeah. MrBunkerPod on YouTube. Um you can subscribe to us. That's right. Um, we're putting out right now. We're we're just kind of putting out the episodes on there, but uh, we're gonna try and get those get those videos up and running again. Those fun videos that everybody liked. Um, but check those out if you haven't seen those animated videos of some of our favorite topics. Yeah, you can get to just you can watch videos of just the the audio of the podcast uh, if you prefer to consume those back the back catalog through YouTube. That's right. Uh, but we also have very nice animated videos that were done by our friend and collaborator and credit to the videography profession, Justin Link, justinlink.com. Very true. <laughs> credit to the videography profession. Yeah. Uh, and so many other professions. So many other professions. 
he is a real credit to guy eats bowls of whipped cream. Yeah. Straight up, he told me that. Yeah, in it was definitely Justin that was doing that. Uh, he told me, he asked me, I was eating a bowl of yogurt, and he asked me, what are you eating, whipped cream? And I said, no, do you do that? He's like, yeah, sometimes. They're keto. Yeah, it's good for low-carb, keto, uh, anyway. keto-friendly. Just Let's cream. Just straight up fucking cream and peanut butter. Um, yeah, fun story. Um Peek behind the curtains here. Peek behind our curtain. I saw Art eating our curtains this bowl match the drapes on our on our uh, meat session. We were, we were having a having a we little meeting, a little hangout, and uh, Art was eating this bowl of white stuff. And I said, "What is that? Cum?" Uh, we like that fun. <laughs> we were having a good time. We had a good chuckle about that one. Um, you know where else you can find a good chuckle, Andy? Is on our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Mister Bunker Pod. Guess what you'll get if you if you sign up for that? You're going to get two extra episodes. You're not even going to let me guess? No. Oh. Because I'm so excited to tell you about what you get, Andy. You get two extra episodes um, every single month of our Patreon-only show, Andy and our Debunk. Guess what? You're going to get a couple of surprise projects as well that are in the pipeline. Wink, wink, wink. You you patron bunk funkers are going to get you your money's worth. Let's just put it that way. And bunk funkers, you can get this great deal all for the low, low price of $5 per month. Set it and forget it. You get a bunker alarm. You get a shout out. Set it and forget it. You get access to the bunker discord. That's right. Ron chat. Popeil is now managing our Patreon. That's right. The bunker discord is so fantastic. So many wonderful people in there. Such a great community. Tons of memes. Wow. More memes than you could. Uh, the, the big boomer. Wouldn't even would be able to handle all these memes. Yeah, um, not the big boomer would hate it because right, he wouldn't get these memes. Yeah, he wouldn't get these memes. None of the characters have large enough noses drawn on them. That's right. None none of the memes are about how teenagers nowadays don't remember what books are and they try to, uh, they they only know what phones are, and they 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 look at a book and they go, "What's this? Can I eat it? Where's the apps of the book?" Um, where do I swipe to take my shower? <laughs> it's me, a teen. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids, baby. <laughs> it is Wednesday, my dudes, baby. Buy craft products, baby. <laughs> Ah. Fucking fellow kids. Ah. <laughs> it's like big boomer trying to do memes. Oh, so my God. Funny. Nothing makes me laugh more than corporate social media accounts yeah. uh, jumping on meme trends. That's right. Um, So much stuff there at the Bunker Discord. Uh, <laughs> monthly newsletters. Other bullshit. Sneak peeks. Yeah. Um, Andy, any last words? Plus, Bunker Discord, you get to interact with me and Art. It's whether true. you like it or not. Or do you like it or not? We're going to be in your face. Um, Do I have any last words? I will just say one more time that it's really sad, the story of Kenny Beach. Right. And I think that it's sad in a lot of ways um, because I do think that Kenny is probably dead. Yeah. um, which Which is very sad. It is. But it also feels like. This is probably one of those things that'll never be solved. I don't think this will ever be solved. That I don't think his body will ever be recovered. I think, he, I think his remains are likely, uh, fortunately, gone. 
Yeah. I mean, this has been, this is 2014. So it's been how many years? I don't know uh, because I won't date this podcast. Uh, so I have no idea how long it's been. It's been a number of years since then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We got to keep this material evergreen. <laughs> sure. So it's been a certain amount of years yeah. since that's happened. Uh-huh. Um, enough time, certainly for nature to do its thing. Yep. So to speak, um, you know, this is actually, it's interesting because I, when in situations like this, I think about Bigfoot and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I, I, when we did an episode on Bigfoot, we our did, big we did. two year Very anniversary, famously. one of the things that's been put forward as a counter argument against we've never recovered a Bigfoot corpse is that through like scavenging and just natural decay and stuff that nature sort of can like really dispose of an entire body pretty quickly. And, you know, people who know about nature say like, Oh, well, you know, if there was a dead Bigfoot and they are a very small population and is very remote areas where they live, it's possible that, we may just never stumble upon the remains of a Bigfoot. Never foot. seen that big old foot. And maybe Kenny is kind of the same way. He was in a remote area where, you yep. know, there's wildlife has a lot of access to it. Uh, these are inhospitable areas mm-hmm. for people to traverse. So Very true. there's not a lot of people there all the time. And it's possible that he, he passed away in the wilderness through whatever means. And it's just he his remains are gone now. True, Andy. Very true. It's 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 a sad fact, but it's that's Mother Nature at her finest. She uh, she does not care, mm-hmm. and that's what we she love giveth, about her. She taketh away. She doesn't give a shit about us. She doesn't give a fud ruck about you. Frankly, I get off on that. Yeah, I love being disrespected, and I love being belittled by Mother Nature. Well, speaking of belittling, for not the titular Mister Bunker, but for my sanguivorous. Hmm. Co-host. I'm going to have to look that one up. Andy Hart and Amart Stone saying that was the whole enchilada. Baby. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. I think that was good enough. I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) (laughs) Right.